The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. We came in with a lot of energy last time, but it's a sad, somber day. It is not a sad, somber day. Cut the shit. It what is. are you talking about? It is. Yeah. How? Why is it How sad? Is it Long a sad live the Queen day? of England. <sighs> oh. Chris, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I, I, so we're recording this the day that uh, the Queen of England uh, uh, died. I didn't even know uh, that until right now. This is breaking news for me. I'm not even, oh, really? not even shitting you. Dude, yeah. it's so funny because I'm in the chat group <laughs> with English guys, and I had memes sent to me like hours before she died. Like, th- this is how fast the internet is these days. They, like, prepare these memes, which is uh-huh. actually sad. But it's funny because a lot, and that's not funny, but a lot of my buddies are pretty upset right now. Long live the All Queen right. of England. And why should I be careful, Mikey? No, I'm, I'm going to say you should be careful because uh, I didn't realize how seriously, I mean, okay, I, I know this is a really big deal. But the, the group of friends that you're talking about, Chris, are some of the most vile, vulgar people I've ever, in the best way possible. I fucking love them. In the best way. Mm-hmm. They say shit that you could not say. <laughs> he, I don't know what it is about, about UK sensibilities, whatever. I don't, who knows? Right. But they say some of the worst shit I've ever heard. I retweeted a video of of the undertaker just like coming up and strangling someone and it was like when Meghan markle goes to pay her respects yeah. to the queen or something it was really funny and rob i i guess people know his name well, that's now, the funny thing you, he, you mean bob. He, he's like he's like yo you Blub, better show some respect blubber. i'm like the shit that i've heard you say all of a sudden <laughs> sir robert green from england <laughs> yes oh fuck. yeah well he lives he lives in bell bell uh, don't, uh never mind i'm not gonna do put this, that out Chris. There. don't do that yeah but whatever no but the funny thing is is like you're saying, these guys say the worst shit of all time, yeah. and they are broken up about this right now. Hey, 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 guys. And guys. Mikey, to, to his credit, right. that, that meme was extremely racist. It was very racist. That's right. Hey, guys. Yeah. Right. Bad day for the Queen of England, but pretty good day for... Uh, oh, for, uh, hell yeah. Princess okay, Dian- let's turn it up, boys. Princess Diana. No, what's her name? What's the princess's name? Someone Queen help Elizabeth, Prince Harry. Huh? Prince Harry. Who, oh, go, Prince, who goes into her place? See, I king? know nothing about British politics. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, Sorry, I, don't, UK. I don't have a clue. You don't know we who goes in? We just lost our listener base You don't either, because you're should... looking it up on your phone right now. <laughs> yeah. I can see We're you. We're clearly <laughs> not very respectful for this uh, situation. Maybe we should just have a moment of silence. Mikey, please insert a moment it. of silence right here for the Queen of England. God save our queen. There's nothing silent about that, Chris. <laughs> no, I'm saying the God save our queen. Nashville. Also, that was way off key. I mean, you got to you got to work on that, buddy. Well, we okay, were singing that whatever. shit back in grade school. You should know. You should know how that goes mm. before they, you know, cut us out of their out of their piece of the pie over there. Let, let's there let's was say a time. this. Let's say this before moving on. No disrespect what? to the queen or anyone who was broken up by the queen. Uh, it, it is it is a big deal. I was just pointing out yeah, the fact. We we're no, just pointing is. out the fact that it it is it. That's how much the queen means to. The these people uh we can we can move on and have some laughs now not no, at the expense of yes we talk about like pooping and puking on on each other and and making dick jokes on this podcast so if you're offended and you're listening to jackass and you're like wow i'm so offended by this i mean you're probably in the wrong place for one that could be and number two we, chris is on the show so like <laughs> i might be making an ass of myself now but i guarantee you in the next 20 minutes he's gonna say something worse so yes, guys if anybody understands british culture i said we're taking punts and rating stunts. Yeah. That is a nod to British culture. So 
Didn't you say sucking cunts and smoking blunts? I, I couldn't remember. I, I just remember it ended in unt. I don't know. I thought I said raping cunts and oh, oh no, never mind. See, I told it has So Jay, you're right. He just did it. I was right. <laughs> See? Exactly. Whatever, man. I am who I All am. right. Well, speaking of uh, pooping on each other and puking on each other, when we left you last time in part one of Jackass. <clears throat> wow. Well, I might not have a phone anymore, please. I might not be able to see my notes. Ooh. That was a phone? Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a water bottle or something. Oh, that's scary. Oh, wow. How's Fucking otter boxes, man. God bless them. All right. Yeah. Uh, Back to you, Jay. <laughs> no, I just, my train of thought is destroyed. Um, <laughs> no, Bam Margera in a porta potty uh, getting pushed over. Off. That's where we left you. That's where we mm-hmm. left you. And the, the, the pranks and the hijinks behind the scenes on Jackass 2. Don't stop there because next we've got the cattle prod trick. This is great because it's basically just everyone fucking with Tremaine. He is the director after all. He's going to have his attention focused more than anyone else on the set. So he is the prime target. They've got the cattle prod out and it's cattle prod behind the ear. And it's not long after Tremaine gets it that uh, everyone's kind of like, you know what? You know what would be fun? Uh, the Kyle prod was great and all, but what if we pissed on him? So the next thing you get is a shot of Knoxville apologizing as he's accidentally pissing on Jeff Tremaine. I mean, the guy apologized. He's got good manners. All right. Leave he's, him alone. He's, you know, there's the saying, it's like, uh, 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 beg for uh, better, better to, to ask for, for uh, ask for per, better to beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Like Johnny's kind of cheating the system by asking for forgiveness while he's doing the act. It's like he's not even waiting for it to simmer in at all. This whole premise of like this, this segment. uh, And, you know, I like this about the point five movies because they kind of have reasons for each segment. And the reason for this segment is to basically say there were so many hijinks on set that Jeff Tremaine couldn't do his job. He couldn't direct the movie. And and then that's why you get the onset of all the pranks against Jeff Tremaine. And this whole time I kept thinking, do you remember in Jackass 4.5 when Jeff said, in all earnesty, he, he said, I I don't think people on set like to see me get hurt or see me get pranked. They, they kind of <laughs> don't want to see that. And Johnny, oh, you think that was earnest? It was no. He was playing into it. no, because yeah, Johnny looks at him sure. the way Johnny replies. He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I, I, I think they were playing a bit. Uh, maybe, maybe. I I didn't I didn't think so, but it, but it's possible. It's possible. He was pulling a Chris on the Haggard episode. That's, that's exactly Haggard. what that was. Yeah, I, I love Haggard. Did, All the fans know. Uh-huh. You guys <laughs> yeah, keep trying to drag my name through the gutter. I'm reading the comments. Hey, we hate all I gotta ask. <laughs> what's you better though? What's better though, guys, than a crab on a sea clamp? Keep in mind, the sea clamp hurts like a bitch. I don't think the crab's doing much, but I like that it's there for comedic effect. They're getting everybody, though. Back of the arm, like, just any body part with soft, fleshy skin, they'll get you. I love some of the reactions here. It's the same every time. It's it's a it's a short scream followed by laughter by everybody, except not, not for... Not everyone. Except for, exactly, you knew exactly where I was going. Who's the big baby here, Mikey? It's, Prest- it's Preston set. Lacey, um, who Sorry, I think buddy, we this, love you, though. Look, he's real. he's clearly like in this in this scene. He, it's it's fresh off of him on t- atop a porta potty. And this is day one of porta potty for sure. Absolutely. Day one of porta potty. Go back and listen to our last episode if you have any questions yeah. about what the fuck that means. Uh, but but he was miserable. And you can tell he's so numb emotionally that he doesn't even feel the clamp 
on his arm. Everyone else is like yelping and except for Ryan Dunn, actually Ryan Dunn takes it like a boss. He just kind of looks at it and just like shrugs it <laughs> off. Like it's no big deal. He does. Ryan Dunn does the kind of thing where like, you know, in those movies where there's a sword fight and someone stabs the other guy with the sword and then the person grabs them by the shoulder and pulls them closer to like head. Like, oh, there you go. Yeah. Ryan Dunn did. It was the fucking most badass thing I've Dude, ever seen. But what was better is, is when Preston's walking away and he's like, I'm fucking done. Yes. Like in the most earnest voice, I'm fucking done. I'm and done. he walks Fuck away it, yeah. pouting, still in full King Kong makeup. <laughs> you, again, he transformed. This is the second time he transformed, or maybe the first time he transformed into King Kong, because he basically might have been walked away belting his chest because he was so angry and so earnest about how much he was done, trying to be serious, walking away with that. Like, come on. It's you can't be you can't ever be that mad when you're dressed up like a gorilla in your underwear. 100%. It's just, that's the kind of shit where you you react. And then you think like, okay, I made my point. And then you look down at yourself and you're like, fuck, I'm still in my underwear, aren't I? And everyone's like, yeah, Preston, you're still, you're still in your underwear. Like, we can't take you seriously right now. I'm sorry. You know, he walked away from that after it calmed down and just started either being like, it depends on the type of personality you are. For me, I'd walk like I get really fucking mad and do some stupid shit. And as long as people allow Sometimes me to walk away. Sometimes you do stupid shit without even being mad. That's very true. But when I am mad, it can get really aggressive and I say some really dumb shit and then I walk away and I beat myself up after. Mm-hmm. Instantaneously, once I calm down, I'm like, pretty quickly, I'm like, fuck, that was bad. And I either laugh about it or I'm embarrassed about it. But most of the times you laugh about it. And I, I don't know what type of person Preston is there, but I, I'm I hoping think, he was the uh, guy yeah. that just started pissing himself laughing. I don't think so. Realizing Cause, cause, it. I, I think back cool to down. the to the uh, eggnog challenge and they he literally mm, went right, off right. set and they had to go try to find him somewhere. Right. Like like yeah. they, they had to, you know, you, some people beat Maybe themselves. He, uh, he went into the forest and he dug a hole and went and sat in the hole. Um, until someone came and found him, you know, Wait, what you don't, you don't remember that episode of Seinfeld where they, uh, oh. got that one friend who, uh, <laughs> you know, and they got I, the van out there. It, it, go watch that. Episode. I thought there was a, stu- a jackass stunt that I missed or something like that. No, 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 nah, no. Nah. All I could say, guys, I hope they had some bananas on set. He deserved one. After he deserved that. one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, Hey, special guest DJ Paul says, DJ Paul, man, never fall asleep on the set of jackass. Don't do it. And guys, he's right though. And we've talked about this before the stunts and the pain are one thing, but almost nothing is worse than being really fucking tired, hung over, whatever it is. And just not being able to get in for sure. Three, six mafia is drinking that scissor and he's passed the fuck out. There's no way you're going to have to explain just about every word you just said to us, Chris. Mm hmm. Nobody else is a drug addict. <laughs> Come Not on, yet. Hey, I got lots of light. So lean is codeine, promethazine. It's a big drug. That's all the rappers. It's made all the good music of the last like little while, okay. which a lot of people say wasn't good music. Whatever, fuck you all. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's basically prescription cough syrup, and it's basically liquid heroin in essence, but at a very mild form. Okay, and that's that's the thing. You drink it. And he was in a fucking pure dope fiend lean sleep. Like he was passed the fuck out. Like that's why when Steve, which Jay's better analogist will explain. Analogist. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So what you mean when, uh, are you talking about when they wake him up from the, from the nap yes, that they're having? Yes, exactly. So he's just asleep in like, I don't know, some public place, maybe like a bus station or something. I don't really remember hotel lobby, something like that. Um, doesn't he come up behind them and just, uh, smash symbols or something like that? I having a hard time. Remember that's exactly, that's exactly what okay. it is. And when he Good. wakes up, he just like looks is in this complete other world and just goes back to sleep. 
Like he kind of yeah, mumbles yeah. some random gibberish and goes right back to sleep. That is not so. If you're drunk, you wake up, you might mm-hmm. start swinging. You might make some talk some shit. That is a pure codeine sleep. And he just goes back to sleep. And that to me was the funniest <laughs> part about it because he's just like, you knew what was going on. Are you not yeah. wondering why this crazy loud noise just happened above your head? Like you're just sitting there, just like passed out and you pop up like your adrenaline should kick in and tell you it's fight or flight mode. His mode was sleep mode. He's yeah, going yeah. back into the fucking coding. He's, he's dreams, going you know? straight back. He's not. He's 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 not in a mode. He he booted up his computer in safe mode. Like there's no there's no reaction to, to what's going on there. It's funny. Like <laughs> Preston has the look on his face because it is Preston who bangs the trash cans behind him. I think right. Um and and Preston Preston bangs the trash cans and usually when you do something they're in a lobby they're in public and you think you do the thing you get a reaction from the person you get a reaction from the crew and that excuses you for having done the thing the best way to prank someone who's trying to prank you is to not react and now all of a sudden everyone's looking at <laughs> Preston like dude what the fuck are you stop banging trash cans together this is a hotel <laughs> lobby and Preston looks so <laughs> embarrassed about that <laughs> it's like yeah one of those ideas you get and you think oh man this is going to be great but you're so blind to the idea you're so sold on it that until you've done the thing and then the embarrassment sets in you realize god why didn't i realize how stupid that was mm-hmm. sooner but it's still uh like starting a I podcast gotta, for example yeah exactly 100 percent like <laughs> that yeah uh <laughs> but this leads into one of the uh highlight pranks here and mikey you talked about this on part one of our analysis where they do a really good job in this film of taking you through a little bit of interview and then they kind of have some interstitials that'll bleed right into the next main segment. They did that that well here with another behind the scenes prank of Wee Man pissing into a water gun, proceeding to hide into a cooler that they've dug a hole underneath so he can actually get in there and close the lid and just wait for people to show up and grab a beer, which I love the setup. It's super simple. This works so well. And I'm also, I was just thinking like, how soon are these guys going to find out that it's piss, right? And one of the guys, I believe he says it tastes like Captain Morgan. So (laughs) he didn't know what was going on. The thing is, Jay, it, it isn't simple, and that's what I love about it. The, if you look closely, he, G, Wee Man is not just in a regular cooler. No, they they dug, dug a, a, hole a fucking underneath. hole. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's what's like. They, it's so elaborate. Like someone on set, I always think about that stuff. Anytime you're like, anytime you're watching a movie and they're panning across like a a, a, a household photos of a character, and they they've got like family photos together and stuff like that. Someone had to actually Photoshop those photos of like the actors together as children. Like someone has to do that. And Are I you imagine high again right now, Mikey. If only, if only. <laughs> um, That's a high thought of I've ever heard one. No, but it's true. They do. I, I don't know. I'm if, sure it's very true. It's just no one that's not high ever thinks about something like I'm that. Like on, every photo on the wall. You just don't think they're just in the house naturally. No, of someone's course not. planning all this shit. I'm, I'm high on lean right now, Chris. And uh, Ooh, as they say, send some over this away. And they and they uh, no, But uh, like someone has to do all that stuff. Someone has to dress the set every time there's a table and something on the table. Like someone has to do that. So it, there's a lot of work that goes into it. So someone on set got tasked with fucking going out to Home Depot, bri- buying a brand new cooler, a saw, <laughs> most likely cutting a hole in the saw and then digging a fucking hole just so a little person can squirt piss on everyone who wants to go grab a beer off set. Like this is a dream job. That is a dream job. If I ever heard one. Yeah, that's a pretty big stretch saying just so mm. that is a pretty big, amazing. That's what I just wrote down the purity of Wee man jumping out of a cooler or being hidden in a cooler spraying people with pee. Like to me, that is just, (laughs) it's so simple. It's pure. It's pure and jackass's like greatest form. 
You have 100%. Wee Man in a mini cooler spraying people with pee. It is. And he's hitting fucking the guys from 3-6 Mafia, too. Which I always love when it's the same thing with the Shaq thing that I love so exactly. much. Like, who exactly. in the world, other than Wee Man, has the fucking balls to smash piss over fucking Shaq or 3-6 Mafia or whoever the fuck the people are, other than the people in the cast. And I love that. That's a good point. If you're going to get down with the boys, you got to be willing to get some pee on you. No matter who you are, if you're on set, you're liable to get pranked, except maybe Mike Judge, which we'll get into in, I think, the last stunt in Jackass (laughs) 2.5. We can talk about that one later. Oh, my God. So good. Um, Celebrity um, guest, Mike Judge, creator of uh, Hank Hill and all of your favorites. Beavis and Butthead, go watch the new movie. That's uh, No one ever thought we'd get that. That was cool. I I Uh, do want to see it. I do want to see it. Oh, no. No? Chris says no. Chris didn't like it? No. I love Beavis and Butthead, but it's... Dumb fun, but why you didn't? You didn't, you're a connoisseur. You think the older stuff's better? It, it's Beavis and Butthead is a timepiece. It doesn't mm-hmm. exist outside of that time. And it, you could, if you try Fair and enough. force it to me, I'd rather just let the legacy live on personally. I get Fair that. Enough. I get that. Fair enough. All right, no worries. Well, the legacy of this uh, pissing in a super soaker shall live on, and hopefully and, they don't try to like do it again with uh, um, what's his name, that guy we all fucking hate. Machine Gun Kelly Machine or something, Gun and Kelly, just fucking yeah. ruin it for you everyone. You know what they Who should knows? do instead next Unless time. he's getting pissed on, then I'm fine with it. <laughs> and this is, this is this is with a shout out for Jay. Instead of having Wee Man in the cooler, dig a bigger hole, and have Mr. Shit on Command, fucking Dave, Dave England, England oh, do diarrhea squirts on Woo. people as they're coming into the cooler. That Ooh, would be baby. something special. Yeah, you need to take a big shower after that one. Ugh. Uh, so, you know, I, I love when Ryan Dunn gets a hold of the super soaker though, cause he does get some revenge. He figures out it's piss he and like he that? just, he grabs it and he gets it. I felt a little bad for Wee Man, but yeah, I mean, he had it coming though. He had it coming. Uh, he was getting to, everybody. <laughs> to me, when you're involved in this, a prank is a prank. You just got to take this, it. This just became a physical battle uh-huh. at that point. It's like, appreciate the joke. Get him Fair back enough. in a different way. Don't, but don't you guys manhandle say, him and spray him in the face. And call, the thing him, to me. And call him little guy. I, you I guys did that. say that. that. I kind of laughed at little guy, a... I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys <laughs> did say in the last episode, though, that Jackass was a give and take, that when you get pranked, it's up to you to decide when to prank back. I think Dunn just said, fuck it, I'm getting you back right now. That's how yeah, I read that it. Well, that's like... exactly what he did, but get him back in a different way that's on a it. different yeah. prank. Yeah. Like, to me, it's it, it's that's just like I'm too mad to handle the comedy of the situation and not be creative enough to come up with a new outlet. That's That kind of bugged me a little bit how Dunn did that, not going to lie. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, this next stunt, though, like for something that should be obvious, I'm I'm laughing even now just thinking about it, that Bam, like his face, I can still picture his face when they do this one. This is an inflatable raft that they had packed into his Lambo, you know, <laughs> that expensive fucking Lamborghini that he's got. And the idea was Knoxville would get in the passenger seat like, hey, hop in. We're going to go, you know, get some some beer or whatever. He hops in first and then the raft goes off. But this thing's got enough force when it self inflates that. number one Knoxville like trying to climb out of there screaming with his leg caught underneath and like you know clawing his way out is a good visual but then afterwards just seeing Bam standing there realizing that holy shit this thing is cracking my windshield uh (laughs) didn't think that one through but uh here's the problem the problem with this one maybe one of the most expensive stunts in Jackass 2 but in a way yeah they didn't film it very well you know what I mean It, it felt like it felt like the 
affect you know okay you know how we talk about the the one of the one of the ones we always bring up when it comes to this is the hockey checks the there's the the episode in season three where johnny knoxville's getting checked on 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 ice like he's getting he's getting hit Mm -hmm. in in hockey and we always say it's like that one probably hurt the most but one of the reasons why it didn't work that well is because it didn't look like it hurt this one probably hurt bam a lot you know he a he got pranked and bam hates getting pranked b his lambo got fucked with and you know he loves his cars See, it's super expensive and it is a big set piece stunt, but they didn't have a boom to it. You know, yeah. the car was probably if the fucking a, top ripped off or something <laughs> where the windshields popped. It'd be a different yeah, yeah, story. They this needed is just that was his idea. those things in there like they yeah. needed, they needed a little bit more. Yeah. And the problem is the damage with that happening was almost probably worse than the windshields popping out. Like it probably cost so much. And he Bam's calculating the numbers in his head. But like you said, the, the payoff was just there was no pop. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was his idea, though. If you go and listen to what he says afterwards, yeah, um, which I think sells it even more that he even he didn't think that was going to be as bad as it was. He didn't think it through. That's what I love about it is it's just like, again, one of those ideas that you think is going to be so great in the moment until you've done it. And you're like, oh, fuck, you know, and you're just sitting there shaking your head. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's it's short and sweet. And you're right, Mikey, it could have been filmed a little bit better. You don't get. I would have liked to see more of the reaction from Knoxville in some way. Even it was obviously hard for them to capture it, but what do you do? Um, this next one, however, man, uh, I, lo- I, I love this one, man. I loved this one so much. All I can say is like, this is the kind of thing that I could envision going out with my, my buddies when I was a teenager and being like, let's go to the golf course and do this shit. This is the human golf tee. And, uh, basically <laughs> Ryan Dunn is the tee, by the way, he's going to lay down in his, uh, tidy whiteies. And he, as Knoxville puts it, I'm going to bang one out of your ass. Yeah. They're <laughs> on the driving range and <laughs> they're going to tee off and see what happens. And, uh, man, like just that first shot, like, of course, whoever's doing the doing the drive here does not give a shit about actually hitting this ball because they get him right right like it like scoops under his cheeks and kind of goes up it's almost it's, like no- it's a rough it's like knoxville meant to hit him in the gooch oh, for sure uh or in mm-hmm. the taint the the thing i'm <laughs> i'm most surprised of is that when i'm surprised the ball went anywhere i thought ball and t together were gonna shoot up into ryan dunn and maybe come out of his mouth like he hit it so hard i'm surprised it didn't just go straight through him it, this one looked so fucking painful for oh, me dude, the first totally. thing i thought about seeing this was the movie the mask i Chris, Do you remember every, that scene with nicholas a hundred percent i remember I, I, that i've not watched that movie in years i still remember nicholas's name for some reason from specifically that golf thing and when he hits the guy and it just cuts the corner of his lip i'm like i don't like this shit that that part freaked me <laughs> out yeah yeah and especially as it goes on when um it comes to the thing where they get the person to go through it and they're lining it up for bam and and i'm thinking in my head bam has his head popped up like he's looking to see what's happening if that trajectory goes down, if this guy hits a fucking duffer, yes, that's popping him right in the fucking head. So and just to preface for the audience, yeah. too, uh, we are now talking about the tee. They ask a guy who's at yes. the driving range, "Hey, can you tee one off my friend? He's gonna put it in his in his uh, in his teeth, basically." So that's fucking. It's nuts. I can't believe this happened. The funniest part about it is like. Yeah, they go to this random ass stranger on the driving range, and he says, like, he says 
oh, you want me? Yeah, I'll try. Like he's been waiting for them to ask him to do this. Like he he was, I think this was the moment that he never thought would come to him and he finally <laughs> had. Like he just answered it so coolly oh, that yeah, I was dude. like, okay. You know what it reminded me of? Did he it say was, you want me or did he say, do you have a tall T? Yeah, you got a long T, he says. A long T, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you got a long T? Yeah. Yeah, Either I'll way, try. yeah. As long as you got you that, good. But yeah, no regard for someone, human safety. If you were sitting in this situation and someone you didn't know asked you to do that, would you have the balls to go up there and take that no. shot? No, I wouldn't. I would no. Not a chance. Not no. a chance. I wouldn't at all. But I wouldn't want to hurt someone like that. He was, he this was, guy was game. He was so ready for it. He didn't even hesitate at all. And it got me thinking that like this moment in his life is like his his like it's part of his loop as though he's living through a groundhog day and he just shows up to this driving range every time and he's mastered the shot like bill murray and groundhog day like there's no <laughs> other way he could be this calm cool and collected when someone asks you to hit a ball out of their fucking teeth like that it was it was absolutely nuts good on him because he nailed it it wasn't um, in his teeth it was in his uh nuts Oh, right. Sorry. In his nuts and his nuts. And it almost hit him in the, but even the, the mask even this follow through when you take a shot, when I have someone even near my backswing, I'm so cautious. About, I'm so worried about cranking back and hitting them. And then the forward swing, if, if Bam's sitting there with his head up, I, like I'm worried about like, you don't know what's forward. You never have anybody standing in front of you. So like everything about this is so sketchy. This guy is just, yeah. I don't know. Like you said, he must've been in groundhog day done this scenario a hundred times knew exactly what to do yeah he's he's done this he's done this every day for the last thousand days because he's <laughs> he's just been reliving this moment he hasn't perfected oh his God. his day yet um uh, but he has prevented someone from choking in a restaurant he's he smashes uh alarm clock several times uh, and one day he'll actually make it through um yep the, gotta give the guy a little credit though because he nails it he, he does. does nail it no damage well, done the, the trajectory is different you're used to hitting it off of the T, which is down at that level. Now you have a human body, which is another half foot plus the tall T. So you have to choke up. Like, how do you know how much you need to choke up on that fucking swing? It, this guy you know what I'm saying? Like, golf is a very precise sport. Like yeah. 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 Like, yeah. There, like the, some golfers will be able to do that. Like, guys, you can do trick shots, but this guy's clearly one of those guys. And it makes me wonder if they found him in the fucking pro shop and then asked oh. him to come out and stage that or something. Because, like, yeah, maybe. You, it's a dangerous thing to ask someone. Oh, 100%. And I like that he didn't think too hard about it, though, either, when he, he stood up. Like, he probably only takes, like, two seconds to get in a position, and then he's swinging. Like, yeah. he's not standing there for 10 seconds, palm sweaty. He just says, fuck it, I'm, I'm either going to hit you or I'm going to hit the ball. It's up <laughs> the, to you now, The dude. last thing you like, want to see is Buddy taking a practice swing. You know when you take that practice swing with yeah. your driver, and you fucking just chunk out a divot you're like "Ooh, that's not a fucking good swing i'll get it on the next one i'll get it you should have done it as a joke right before to be honest just fucking clunk that divot out you're like yeah totally man but uh i love this next thing we've talked about this before on the podcast trying to hit the dude in the red ball collector card we talked about it but i gotta ask you guys right now would you tee off against your hero and i know you guys look up and admire this man chris pontius Uh as he's running around in his underwear with wee man out on the range would you take a swing well you know what with a target as big as his fucking hog out there (laughs) i feel like i would hit it no matter what every shot you know it's it's like you're fucking you know you're punching for a fucking uh Terrible analogy. Can't think of anything. But you know what I'm trying to get my point across. He's got a, a big dick. He's got a big dick. I'm going to hit it. You know? We know well, now. Done. Well done. Someone's going to clip that, and that's going to sound so <laughs> No, that's the perfect clip, actually. Like, I don't think there's been He's a better a one dick. on the show. <laughs> 
I just wanted to let that one stew for a little bit. Yeah, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Ironically, Chris, you, you went out looking for gold and you found it, my friend. You, you found, found it. it. You I found was practicing it. You my stand-up. Yeah, I was practicing um, my bits before this. Strangely, uh, it the only person's nuts who get hit is Wee Man, and it is a perfect <laughs> shot. It is a perfect, perfect shot. It was the most satisfying thing I've ever seen. Oh, man. Well, we've all seen forever. So to be fair, he's got a big dick, too. Yeah, true. True. It's all me, man. It's all me. (laughs) BDLG, Uh, big dick little guy, you know. (laughs) So, Chris, I speaking of big dicks, I I think at this next part, you might have got a little bit of a you're welcome. You might have got a big (laughs) heart on as well. I'm not even going to try to turn that around in any way. It's fine. You can you can take that one. But I think this next part gave you a little bit of a little bit of a heart on because Knoxville starts talking about Russia and one thing. Oh, one little word, because it is one word, uh, correct? One word, wild boys. <laughs> that probably just set you off and and uh, tell me, like, what when they started talking about, hey, we have a bunch of shit we filmed that was wild boys themed, what was your reaction? I got super excited. Very, very excited because there's no one wilder than the wild boys. And I don't know how many times I need to say this on this podcast, <laughs> but I'll say it again and again and again. And I love these wild boy bits. And it's so nice to see the recognition from Tremaine, who's saying himself, wild, when they were doing the show Wild Boys, they, they shot some of the best bits they've ever shot. Right. And to me, that's, that's the truth. You know, when we did our Wild, boy, our wild Boys episodes, it, it didn't hit the way that I thought it would. The Viva La Bam ones did fantastic. People love those. Yeah. But for me, Wild Boys is my favorite compilation of all time. Mm-hmm. So... I know but you we'll want me to make we'll a joke, keep, but I have to get serious. No, no, we'll yeah. keep we'll keep going with Wild Boys as well. Uh, I'm into it. I, I think I think the longer they went with Wild Boys, the better Wild Boys became. I think they got used to how to shoot off site in different countries, what to look for. Uh, season one was more of a proof of concept there, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but it is it is like it is worth noting that you know they filmed a bunch of shit for Wild Boys in this, and Jeff Tremaine talks about it. But they barely used anything because Wild Boys is yeah. so much its own thing. And that's curious because Viva La Bam is close enough to Jackass that they can use Bam fucking with Phil and Ape in Jackass movies and TV shows. But they can't use Wild Boys stuff in Jackass TV and movies because it's so much different. And I think that's mm-hmm. a testament to how much different and how good Wild Boys actually is. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It stands on its own. And we are going to talk about some of those, you know, hardcore wild boys stunts in just a moment but before we do knoxville tells us a little tale while they were filming the wild boys stuff that took place in russia when they went for what he he calls a russian prostate exam so (laughs) they they walk into this random russian like sex museum yeah yeah oh it is just a dingy basement looking like i'm sure these guys these doctors don't have uh, you know, diplomas hanging on the wall or whatever you want. Or, you know. <laughs> the, the first thing I thought of when I saw this was, and I need to ask Mike, I didn't want to say anything until then because I'm trying to remember this properly. Do you remember Mikey when we were in some country in Europe uh-huh. and we found this S and M museum? It was like some bondage museum. No, it was a torture museum, a torture. Uh, oh, it was a torture museum. Yes. And there, they had a guest book at the yes. end of it. I do. And I we tell signed the story my dad's the name. Time. And we're like, <laughs> I just want to be tortured like like this. Someone please hit me up. Da, 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 da. And I we can't remember the exact real details. email address. Oh, did we? Okay, that's what we I were, thought we oh did. But I didn't want to make in, this up. For the we thing. were in 
Oh man, I almost don't even want to say it because on the off chance someone goes and flips through this book, it's still there. Yeah, he is uh, that book that was like five years ago. They that was a long time ago. Now. It was in. I'll say. I'll say this. It was somewhere in Tuscany, and there was a torture <laughs> museum. That sounds magical. Where it is? I remember. You remember? And and the line was uh, looking for someone to do something like this to me. Signed his name, gave his real email address. <laughs> I forgot about that until I saw this fucking scene and it just popped oh, into my head man. and in my mind I'm like did we actually do it as much as I we remembered did. it it's and, as okay, bad as amazing. we remember do you, it's as bad do you guys as know if he, if he ever ended up getting any emails or well he, he did, did have, he did go back to Tuscany randomly without our family yeah. for a little while <laughs> true 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 oh my god oh man they walk into this basement though and there's like this uh all i could think of is it, it's a pap chair you know you got ladies you got to go get a pap schmear you know you got to sit in there and you put your legs in the stirrups and they, they push you apart and there you go but knoxville she rides the chair reverse cowgirl here he goes on his knees bending over and uh i love this part where they have to have an argument because there's one female nurse and two male doctors there and of course knoxville assumes it's going to be the female like that's what he wants um but here you go you got (laughs) you got one of the doctors with his finger in the air as if he has a question to ask except what's that on his finger uh a strange oily clear substance looks like lube to me boys it's not fair they pulled the old texas switches johnny said now knoxville does say well, I thought it was the nurse and the other doctor replies with only the doctor can do the massage of the prostate. Only the doctor can do it. And I just love the, the expression on this doctor waiting there with his finger in the air that with the lube I, on it. It was so just standing good. there waiting for this to resolve. <laughs> just like stark still sitting there, like just the most, the most like stoic Russian look on his face in the entire world just sitting there lube like taking it all seriously like oh this yeah. is what i went to well that's german let's pretend he's german because i don't know if i can do a russian accent this is what mm. i went to medical school for and he's just like sitting there just like dripping and the, the look on his face like just poker face like trying not to show any reaction poker face. but here's what like this whole segment i was so confused by because what is this place like why is it here? What do you do there? Is the whole point of this place so that you can go through and get real medical examinations done to you, no. but feel sexual about it while doing it? No, no, but it's then, it's it's like fighting between like people don't realize. I don't think a lot of people realize there's serious anti-gay laws in Russia. So by putting things on as a medical front, people can get their their fix. Well, that's, that's that's genuinely what I think it is. Okay, like, it's that's like, what I, I just said. Experiment this. That's what I just said. Somewhere no. where, yes, where you go get actual. <laughs> literally, that's what I just said. Somewhere where you go get actual. You just stopped me before I finished. Where you get actual medical things <laughs> just done, like Johnny. <laughs> then you can feel sexual about it because you also do the like. You have the woman there. You have the guys there, of course. You. They also have the place where they collect collect your cum and then do the tests on it. But it's clearly a sexual area. Like it's just live your fantasy. They just added this that extra stuff for the camera because they knew there was a camera involved and they need to protect themselves against Putin. And maybe you know they were under new ownership. You know they were moving <laughs> yeah, into the rental true. and Thanks, cleaned Jay. up the. You know, 
How, but by the way, day hadn't happened yet. They but. take this thing seriously enough to say no one can stick a finger or an ass unless they're a registered doctor. How old was the other? Do- was he 13 <laughs> years old? He was so young. It was that was the most uncomfortable thing about this. He was like yeah. maybe a teenager. It was bring your son to work day. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The best part about this whole thing is, is like you said, Mike, you described it perfectly. Stoic face hanging there. They're all making jokes, the Texas switch, et cetera, et cetera. Johnny squirming, which to be honest, in this time frame, this was a really ballsy move from Johnny and the jackass, like the jackass crew to do, because even like talking about at that time, honestly, like getting your finger in your ass for a prostate massage, like nobody would talk about it. This was like big time weird shit at that time of like when this was filmed, right? For in in Russia or in, in general? No, just in the world in general. Like no. people were like very hesitant about prostate no. massages. Hundred percent, man. No. Look at the time frame. It's like two thousand two, two thousand three, something yes, like that. That's the heart of it. That's when hip hop. Like, trust me, that's when I was in high school. People yeah, would, but Chris, your your little microcosm of high school was like this was already a time when people were talking about like yes, it was joked about like oh finger in the bum, but like that wasn't it wasn't like a stick. Mm, it wasn't no, it was not dude, cool at that time. Would've, they already would have done the 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 uh, Ryan Dunn would have already shoved the car up his butt at that point. I understand that, and that was a huge deal. This is like a year or two after the fact. This isn't that's, that much for no. That's what I mean, and that's like so. If that's if if no, this is it, but but here's the difference. That was a prank with a condom in a car. This is a man sticking his fingers in another man's butt for no other reason but quote unquote for science. Yeah. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is this is this is a lot different. But I, I, you know, to not get in the argument about that, the best part about this is you're saying this guy is like so straight faced and doing serious. He makes a comment after it's yes, done. Yes, I love that. Sorry, it was a little loose in there for me, or whatever <laughs> yes. he said. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. good though. That means he's healthy. That came from tight, this fucking you know? guy who looked like the biggest Point Dexter, serious, like professional guy ever, and he makes that joke. Fucking relieves all tension in the air, and I absolutely love that moment. Yeah, of it. yeah, relieves so much tension that he could have fit two fingers up there. <laughs> I thought he had to. Yeah. All right, boys, let's go donate some sperm. Yep. Uh, Knoxville's gonna go, and I feel like we've seen this before. Right? Uh, Jackass TV season, what two or three, something like that. I love that. Uh, you know, they all follow the nurse who's showing. This is the room where you'll be jacking off. The whole crew tries to go in there with Knoxville as soon as the doors open. No invite. They're just like assuming that. Yeah, of course we'll be in here with yes. you, Johnny. <laughs> you need the support. <laughs> The thing is, the door is paper thin, and I love how Knoxville describes this as being a difficult pickle to be in, where you're trying to produce the jizz that they need for testing, when you have everyone quietly listening outside the door, and quietly listening they are. Uh, What happens next with the the little uh, prank we get here? Poor Rick Cossack. Yeah, Johnny comes out with... uh, yeah, with his with his water and his or, or his his cup in his hand, saying "Be careful, be careful, be careful," and spills it right on Rick Cossack. Um, I don't know, honestly, like this whole segment, I'm I'm trying to like make light of it and 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 make it funny and stuff. This was to me, this whole museum sex museum thing was like the definite low point of Jackass 2.5, and it's clear they were trying to like just pull something out of it, try to make something sure. funny with it, and and it just didn't work. And then I'm like, man. Yeah. 
as a, as a museum piece of saying like, look, sometimes we go on these big adventures and we try to find something and, and we don't find anything. I like it, but watching it, I was just kind of like, okay, let's get to the next one. And I rarely find myself feeling that way in, in a jackass. Uh, I just movie. think you're forgetting about what time was like in the, in that era. Like it's a while ago. This was a big fucking deal back then. That's what I was trying to stress. But before. everything they've done this. And this is what like, yes, I get it. It's a guy's finger in a guy's butt, whatever. Um, but Johnny Knoxville had already had the colonoscopy. Ryan Dunn had already had the, the, uh, the, the, ca- the car in his butt. Um, uh, we've already seen the butt chug. We've already seen the, or the butt chug was in, was in Jackass too. Um, uh, and, and we've already seen the spermathlon or the spermathon. All this stuff has kind of already been done and you can tell they're True. just kind of like trying to find something new with it. And I was like, okay guys, like let's move on. And it's not, yeah. it's not funny that it's not in there for the same reasons that like dizzy boxing or or beauty and the beast aren't in there this is just kind of like hey this one's in there because nothing quite hit it was weird it was uncomfortable nothing was really that funny and then i'm like well that's true that's why i didn't love this segment uh you didn't think it was funny how he threw it on cossack especially being cossack was involved in the original spermathon so he's seen sperm in cups before he's been involved he believes that's a thing so in his mind, the last possible thing is the fact that he just filled it up with water. You know, like yeah. they've been there, done that, and he fucking loses his shit, which I thought was a fucking that was the reaction that was, alone made it worth. That was definitely the best part. That was definitely the best part of this. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's always nice to see them get under the skin of Rick Cossack, and it would suck. Oh, it yeah. would suck so much to be the kind of person that people want to get under the skin of because you give good reactions, because it would you, people would just constantly be needling you. Well, speaking of a good reaction, the hey, Rick yeah. Boogie Woogie song. <laughs> oh, before you get there, you got you guys skipped over the big lesson of this whole thing. The whole reason we came here today was for science. And what did we learn? We learned that you can produce sperm oh, with yes. a softy. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Knoxville. That yeah, check mark for science. Check mark uh, for science. You are, yeah, you are correct though. If you beat your boogie woogie, if you beat your beat your Ricky and do the boogie woogie on your Ricky long enough, you might. Just, I don't know where that's going, but you're right. There's a <laughs> it was going somewhere, here. Jay. Maybe I'm you should lie. just it was going somewhere maybe, good. Maybe you should just cover this up. This this little stumble I just did with uh, Ricky does the boogie woogie. If 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 we have the clip, could we play the clip, Mikey? Is that? Oh yeah, the clip's going. Can we in make there that for magic. Sure. Hey, man, Ricky Wicky in the spring of '69, he loved to dance the boogie woogie and he boogie woogie fine. Now it's 1987, he's a little bit older. He's traded his Camaro for a crimson Dutch Camaro. <laughs> He'd boogie woogie all night. Boogie <laughs> It'll be playing under the whole the whole thing as we're doing this. Beautiful. That's no, I mean a like hit. the whole episode. The whole episode is gonna have oh, Ricky does the boogie woogie on loop playing <laughs> underneath it. I'm gonna dial our vocals down to like negative six and Ricky does the boogie woogie. It's just gonna be like I'm I'm getting rid of the 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 high level. We're all just like just pumping the stereos. People are gonna be driving down the streets listening to this and then cycling off to to the party boy theme song. Pumping the stereos. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, did, did you guys notice uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what, uh, what 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 uh, Pontius was using to sing this song? A guitar. Yeah, but which guitar? Is it a special guitar? Yeah, it's the same metal guitar from two weeks ago in the in the Cribs episode. Oh, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. His yeah, like super. It's funny because you know you mentioned Jay in the last episode when Steve O is giving Steve-O, the interviews. Yeah. He's doing it from his crib, and uh, right. it honestly looked like <laughs> where Pontius was singing these songs <laughs> was like the same lookout that he's saying. Uh, yeah. I let my mustache do the talking from, which is great. It's like, oh, so you do live there? Holy shit! All right, <laughs> yeah. not yeah. just a bit. Uh, <laughs> Steve O gets a condom. 
bit, bitten out of his ass by a rattlesnake here. Now we're into the wild boys territory. Uh, this is the rattlesnake salad toss is what they've officially <laughs> called it. I love that. The condom is blown up like a balloon and just hanging out of his ass. They've got some real volume in that thing. And it's Steve definitely not shaking. one of Steve's branded condoms. We know that that couldn't have been. Inflated Yo, as couldn't have been. <laughs> couldn't have been. But he is so riled up and just like does not want to do this. And I can't blame him because like moments before they show the venom coming out of this thing. You know how they press the venom out to try to get, you know, get a good shot out in case he gets bitten. Yeah. I'd be, I'd, be, um, I'd be like, show me again. Show me the venom again. They press more yeah. out. I'm like, show me more. Show me, just get all the venom. <laughs> I, you know what? I would take that snake and squeeze it like a fucking toothpaste tube. Toothpaste like from the bottom. Good <laughs> idea. <laughs> I was just thinking that. That's perfect. (laughs) I wish I could do that if I couldn't touch a snake. So I love his reaction, though. They're holding him by the arms, and he's kind of like bending the... He's presenting the condom to this angry rattlesnake, and he says, because it's so important to get a rattlesnake to bite the end of my butt. Like, he's just pissed off. He does not want to be here. That thing pops when it strikes, and steve has just gone. It's like... It's like someone shot a gun. He's just straight out of the chamber, out into the woods, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the it's like the explosion of the balloon actually sent him flying exactly. into the like it was an airbag. Here's the, I think the most important thing about this one is, and I know I, I want to get your opinion on it, Chris, because it's snakes are involved, and you're the resident snake expert here. Um, most important Joey question Greco. about that, yeah, yeah, Greco for sure. Uh, David Weather Weathers versus Manny. Who do you, who, who who are you taking? Hundred percent, Manny. 100% Manny. Jay? 100% Manny. Well, I'm going to go team Manny because peer pressure. Peer pressure for sure. I honestly mm. get a little upset when I see David Weathers. I don't know why. I, I just, I don't know why. He just yeah. loves me the wrong way. I, I do want too. Manny. He fucking likes snakes for a living. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. It says that on his business card, actually. Yeah, I'm sure it's it does. Just, Manny fucking dies with hammerhead sharks. He's yeah. fucking swimming around. Riding off. Manny lives in the oh, water, that- first of all. Oh, Manny's okay. like, remember yeah. sea monkeys? Yes, totally do. Do you remember yeah. like the pictures of them where they're holding that like trident? Manny makes those fucking things, right? You know, Manny is like a fucking real life oh, sea I monkey. I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, Manny, Manny is the picture of a sea monkey. He's the king, the, but that's yeah, the thing. That He's the too. king. He's yes. holding his trident. He is the king sea monkey. Meanwhile, David Weathers is handing out like construction he fucking holds noodles for a fucking with- living. Ooh, it's a fucking noodle. It's a fucking snake. Fuck you. And you too, Joey Greco. So <laughs> we got... We got. Um, Thanks for commenting on our post today, by the way. You're a good fan. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, keep that going. We got uh, Chris Pontius here about to get some color for those of you who are, who are uh, you know, you know, smart to these things, smart to the business. You've been, you know what's up. He's about to mm-hmm. get some color because a snapping turtle is uh, about to bite him right on the nose. This looks like it hurts like a fucking bitch. Oh. Uh, Pontius was not happy that this did not make it into 2.5. I think the pain level was so high that he felt it was justified, but sorry, Pontius. Uh, yeah, how about that, eh? How about that? They they show Pontius uh, uh, after this. Essentially, he just gets a snapping turtle straight to the fucking nose, which, by the way, I think the whole world, you know how, how Shark Week did to sharks like they kind of like first made them super scary and now they're saying like hey sharks aren't, aren't all that bad someone needs to do that for snapping turtles because the world is so fucking afraid of snapping turtles everyone i know is like they can bite your finger they can't bite your fucking finger off they're so scared of humans and everyone's like they're so aggressive they're this they're that it bit his nose and it definitely would have hurt don't get me wrong it's gonna hurt like a bitch but it's not it doesn't bite his nose off it doesn't pull a penguin on uh michelle pfeiffer and batman like it's it's just kind That's of like a an, really it, good fucking point Right. It's of course it can't bite through bone if it can't bite your bite cartilage off. It's not going to bite your bite your 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 finger. Except off. the alligator like, snapping turtle. Those guys are wasn't, motherfuckers. Wasn't that an alligator? Snapping no, that's turtle? a little. Well, it was a baby, if anything. 
The uh, real ones, man. Those motherfuckers are. I see. You're gonna be the good guy. I'm gonna be the bad guy. I'm gonna set the. I'm gonna be the. Who's the guy that made Jaws? James Cameron. Uh, uh, uh no, Steven that's, Spielberg. Uh, Spielberg. 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 Yeah, I'll be the Steven yeah. Spielberg here. Snapping turtles, especially alligators, they will take your fucking dick off. Watch <laughs> out, and they fucking look for dicks. That's what we learned in the Fuck song em. "My Dingling." Yeah, I ain't yeah. scared of a snapping turtle. That's fucking a good mail point, me, yeah, mail me a snapping turtle. I'll fuck him up. The the uh the but yeah. So after taking the snapping turtle to the nose, he bleeds, and it looks uh, it looks bad. But this is the one of the few moments where Pontius like breaks his fun loving character. Like he just sang Ricky does the boogie woogie and smiled and <laughs> laughed like a giddy little snowman the whole way through, and. Now he looks in the camera and he's like, wait, did that even, like, did that even, I don't know, did that even make the movie? It didn't, it fucking did, and he just completely turns about face. He's like so mad about it. <laughs> and then, and that's not the last time we see Pontius really upset well, in this movie. We've learned in like one of the passings we've done, like we look at Pontius as this happy-go-lucky always there. He tried to stab Danger Aaron apparently multiple times. Apparently, the buddy's got to temper a little bit, and you start yeah. seeing little glimpses of it from here and there, which well, is kind especially, of uh, especially in in India when when Aaron has his his stunt to do with Pontius mm-hmm. on set. Um, the last thing I yeah. want to say about oh, this man. one with the snapping turtle, the guy on set with him, Teenigs. We don't want to know how you got your name. Stay out it of our. It sounds business. racist. It sounds. I don't. I, I didn't oh, want really? to say his name. I didn't put it in my notes because I just didn't want to say it for some reason. Yeah, I, I think we all felt that a little bit. Yeah. Like Mikey clearly wasn't too scared to go and say it, so he he took one for the team. Well, there, I said but, the guy's uh, name. I mean, you said the guyy's name. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not a good name though. I'm with you on that. It's uh, what was his yeah, name? Work Jay? on that workshop. Workshop that one a little bit, uh, Mister <laughs> T over there. Uh, what was his name again, listen, Mikey? Every time Mikey I, says it, his mustache just starts shaving a little bit from each side. He's getting a little bit fucking... Jesus Christ. <laughs> just falling out from the sides. <laughs> wow. That's... You know what? You say... Like you said earlier, Jay, you're like... What did you say? I was the king of the metaphors or some shit like that? No, or I, visual? I haven't... I I've been distracted this whole episode because I still don't know what Chris was trying to say at the beginning there. He's like, you're the... King of analogalogous, uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> Analogies, good boys. But even then, I'm just I didn't saying that takes a lot of creative about. thought to come up with what you just came up with. So that's true. I'm, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, Mikey's rubbing off on me. I'm getting wittier and faster. Uh-huh. You know, as the <laughs> time goes. So Jeff wanted to go to India. That's why we got twenty little people together. And guys, we all know we've. I, I know I say this a lot on the podcast. I don't see color. It's not. It's a non-issue for me. So when apparently I apparently you couldn't tell the difference between Tyler yeah, the Creator exactly. and other buddy. I, like you. That's literally why it was such an it. issue. <laughs> I just can't see color. I don't discriminate in that way. It's 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 a hard. It gets me into trouble sometimes. But you know, I <laughs> fun loving Jay over here. Listen, when, when you, you get saw, twenty when little you people saw that together, guy's name, I'm surprised you uh-huh. weren't like, yo, Shaq's back on set. <laughs> We're talking about color here, Mikey. Col- colors and, and the English language are two very different things. Right, um, right. But when you get 20 little people together and they're all painted blue with orange wigs running through the streets, it's it makes for a good visual following yeah. Wee Man as he skates down the road. Guys, you know what? this happened before and you guys were saying this was all fake. It was all we fake. We saw this on Wild Boys. It wasn't. About? It's all very fake. clear. Because when Wee Man's talking about this, he's like, I've never actually partook in something with so many little people around. No, what I said was fake was was the the set piece of the people around them, not not the fact that little people were in the sketch with him. I thought See, the I think this proves wrong. that it was actually real and they actually had all these people and they used random people. 
Uh, maybe what? I don't know. Why? Like, I think by them saying, well, "Why would they saying, hire a whole bunch of people?" And we man actually being pumped on it. Oh, okay. Just, so you think the debate is like they brought like twenty people they hired in Hollywood or some shit and brought them with, or as opposed to no, you Mikey think was they just saying went the whole on thing location. And, I think this was real. I thought the reactions from the other people were real as well, and you could tell oh, how, okay, how we man's talking about it. It seems like this was a genuine cool moment for well, him. Well, no, so, so we. No. It absolutely no we man's talking about this as though it is a cool moment and he is i actually really liked him talking about it. it he seemed very proud he's like i've never worked with you know 20 or 30 little people on set at the same time that's that's really neat my thing is i think that the reactions of the people in india when all the oompa loompas run by was fake and that's primarily because and yes they were oompa loompas i like how what else am i going to call them <laughs> the oompa loompas um, um, if it walks like an Oompa Loompa and runs like an Oompa Loompa, it is an Oompa Loompa. The, the fact is they ran by, and this is going back all the way to Jackass 2, and the, all the people are like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then they just immediately stop and like go back and, and talk. No, like it was, it was very clearly staged. That was very clearly staged. Okay, fair enough. This next one, though, as we continue our little trip, our wild boys trip through India, the fingernail man, and I swear we talked about we this guy a few weeks on the podcast. Guy, yeah. So there we go again for timing. Boys, if growing your fingernails really long was the WWF, this is the world heavyweight champion, Stone Cold Steve Austin, about to open a couple Steve Weisers, and uh, Steve-O's going to be at the bottom of that waterfall. And this was just a really bad fucking idea all around. Number one, so this gross. fingernail man, he seems like a very serious fellow. Like, he's he's very... I don't think he laughs a lot, and for some reason they decided it was a great idea to get a couple ladies to come and watch the event in the back here, and the whole time, Steve was writhing in the fetal position, <laughs> nearly puking, gagging as the beer runs down these curly fries into his mouth, <laughs> and it is quite a visual, but at the end of it, there is just a stank in that room, like everybody's ashamed of what just happened, including Fingernail Man, who's like, the money was good. But was it <laughs> but worth was it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I can I can't take this back now. This was you couldn't pay me never mind the money. You couldn't pay me enough to go near that guy's nails. They're the grossest things on this planet. Um but I think there's a serious case to be made that this stunt is the reason why other countries hate the United States of America. Because yeah, imagine imagine <laughs> not having any context for what jackass is. And all of a sudden, this white dude just walks in, drinks beer off of the the long nails dude, starts throwing up. Everyone's laughing. Everyone They would think that we're fucking barbarians. Like, that is so far from it looks like anything they've ever seen before. They just look. The looks on the faces of the women who are watching this, it's like they just have no baseline for it, no reference for it. And they're like, how fucking dare you come and impose this on us? Uh, one of them runs away and vomits. That was hilarious. I, I love my vomit. This was just chaos. I actually kind of, I get why it wasn't in the movie because it's, it's still very wild boys, but I, I would have been okay with this being in the movie just because of the reaction of, of, of the other people in there. Yeah, I definitely agree. I thought where you're going with that was to say, that the world hates America because they're making fun of like cultures. And I'm like, I don't think no, fucking no, no, no. anybody else in India gives a fuck about some guy, one weirdo that wants to grow his nails for a fucking. No, no, it's not, not yeah, that no. at all. You explained it's that just, a lot better. That's yeah, why yeah, if, yeah. if you were watching me, I had this look on my face like, the fuck are you talking about? No, you're absolutely no, right. Yeah, exactly. The disgust is at the Americans, not the. Yeah, it's like, who yeah, wants to do guy. something like this? Uh, you sick fucks. Yes. Yeah, That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like, we're fucking barbarians. It's like mm -hmm. the way in, in, a, in, in like a show about like 
ancient Rome or Greece or something. They're just like, the barbarians are eating their young and children and dancing under the moonlight. God, we got to stop them. It's like, that's what they think Americans are now. Do you think they picture like in America, <laughs> we're just all drinking beer off each other's fingernails or something like that. And the reason we went there was because we're like, we hear the best fucking fingernails are from this dude in India. We got to go there. <laughs> Oh my god. The sacred fingernails of the Indian man. <laughs> exactly. Look, actually, you know what? I I have I think I have a better analogy for um for for fingernail man after this took place and and what he was feeling. You know what you know what it is, guys? It's someone just went through his internet search history and found out that he's been rubbing it out to pedicure fetish videos <laughs> and he's just been he's just been fingered and uh, he's dirty and ashamed of himself now that the secret is out. He, yes, his, his look, he looks like he'll never be able to stare his family in the eyes again. Well, stare even, his family in the eyes. Even weirder than that is I fucking guarantee you there is a person in the world that has a fetish to get fingered by his fingernails. 100%. That's oh, yeah. yeah, I There's think you're probably worst. I, I think fuck, man. Fucking I give us a great one reset. Of, one of them is is recording this podcast with us right now, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it was. Who could it be? Uh, but <laughs> you tell us at JackassPod. Maybe don't tell us. I don't know if we want to know that. No. Uh, once you open that treasure trove. Uh, yeah, you've gone too far. Listen, well, there's, guys. Th- there's a treasure trove to open, I think, on on the other side of this. But uh, yes. uh, maybe we leave the rest of India for for next episode because th- we're starting off with a fucking banger of a stunt. And I, mm-hmm. I can't wait to talk about mm-hmm. that one. You know what? Let's end this on a good note then. Boys, I wrote it in my notes right here. So this is perfect. I still have the Cossack boogie woogie stuck in my head at this point in time. <laughs> still enjoying that. And I hope you are too at home. Uh, yeah, this has been great. Uh, I'm glad that we're doing this again, as we already said, we missed doing jackass stunts and jackass centric shit. So this is a real treat and you better believe we've got more coming next week until we come back next week. I'd like to finish this off as we always do. Cause I did not fucking forget this time <laughs> MVP and LVP Chris, take it away. Who you got for the MVP? Again, you guys hit me first. The only times I don't know who I'm going to pick. Someone else go first. Let me just like review right, my Mike, notes here for a second. Yeah, MVP easy is the fucking Groundhog Day Bill Murray type who's sitting there on the driving range just waiting for a bunch of ragtag hooligans to ask them to hit golf balls off of their body. That guy is the fucking MVP, hands down. All right, that's fair. Chris, do you want to jump in here? Sure. Or are you still thinking about it? <laughs> Apparently he doesn't. No, I do. I'm going with, with, I'm assuming his name is Vlad or Wojtek or whatever the hell of the oh, Russian name God, there is yes. for making the fucking simple joke of your ass is too loose and completely throwing everybody off the scene in that. That is MVP quality material for me. That's good. I like that. Uh, yeah, guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of having trouble with this one. I didn't really know which way I want to go, but I think this time, if I had to pick... Let's go with, you know what? Let's go with Steve-O on this one. And here's why okay. I'm going Steve-O on this one. He got a lot of airtime in this portion, which I liked, but there was something about seeing him do again, like we go back to the fingernails, him writhing and puking. That's like classic Steve-O. Those noises. It's, is it weird that the noise of a man gagging about to puke is like a trigger for like, I could play back that sound in, in memory it's recorded into the tape of my brain. Do you guys feel the same about that? Like it's I can very hear it now. And it always makes it. me laugh. I, I okay. always love it. It's it's I know Chris doesn't, but it's one of my, maybe that's why I love it so much. 
So that is there for me. But then like the condom thing, I thought that was so, cause like I have a, I think like I don't have as big of a fear of snakes as Chris does, but rattlesnakes in particular do get me. So there's been a couple times where I've encountered them uh, out in BC before. And it like going face to face with one of those or being in the vicinity and hearing that rattle is like just that alone is fucking terrifying. Mm. So I cannot imagine doing that stunt and uh, <laughs> like, fuck, you got to give Steve-O credit. He was terrified clearly, but he still did it. And that's what I love about him. He always commits to the hard shit and doesn't give up. So I liked seeing that today. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, LVP, I'll lead this off because I started as well. Um, I got to say the, the LVP of this one for me is the inflatable raft for not doing its fucking job. It had one job and that was to there explode a Lambo and it failed. Uh, I'm not going to blame anyone but the raft. I like blaming inanimate objects for things. I do it all the time. Uh, therefore, the raft gets my LVP. See, it's weird. I have actually two, kind of two LVPs that, could, that can be combined into one. Okay. Steve-O's condoms, but being oh, worn by David Megazord. Weathers. That would have been so fucking cool. What? I thought you were going to say Megazord. Two that could be combined into one? Well, Fuck yeah. Steve-O's condoms, because they weren't even part of this stunt, being worn by David Weathers, because he's a slippery snake fucker. <laughs> I like that. I thought that was good. Way better than apparently everybody else. But uh, okay. All right. On to you, Jay. Hey, I laughed. I, you, got, you, got, you got me from that. That was a fake was laugh. Good. Well, it's got to be fake. If, yeah. it, you know. I, first, I don't have you, you had a genuine laugh with me last episode when I made a comment about uh, the patent thing. I'm like, has shot a scene as well, you know, like shot, shot, shot to par as well. And you had this genuine laugh there. And I was watching this before we recorded this. And it just gave me this motivation to like be extra funny today. And I fucking dropped the ball big time so far. What are you talking about? I just like no. I was I think I was pushing jokes opposed no, to like no. really trying to land them because okay, like, we'll, I was so we'll proud this- that how much you laughed at that one joke. I'm like. I got him good at here. We'll take this therapy off air, but yeah, I do okay. find things genuinely funny. I just, my laugh, people always tell me my laugh sounds fake. No, I just know. Some, I know you, you're my brother. I know when you're fake laughing at me or happy laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He's either Cleveland. <laughs> Jay, where's your, uh, what's your LVP? <clears throat> uh, LVP is the makers of, you know, those little um, steel fingernail clippers that you carry around with you. Because uh, there's no there's no pair of clippers that you can make strong enough to cut those fingernails. However, bonus MVP to the makers of welding torches. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dumb and Dumber style, the buffer. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> I wonder, like, that guy at some point in his life, like, he didn't... Okay, I'm just assuming the guy's passed on by now. I no, don't no, know. He had, I no, he up. hasn't. And he, as of a few years ago, actually trimmed his nails. Did he some, did trim yeah, his nails. I want to know... Yeah. I want to know the story behind that. Like, what happened? How did they get those bad boys off? Do you imagure how Somebody... bad they would smell? Like, oh, you know dude, when you I get, like, to- even... like, if you've ever had toe fungus or anything, like, you have a big, big oh. toe? Oh, my God. Those things it's are, like, It's not like he's cleaning those things every day. You Ugh. can't imagine, you know. How would you? Like, how would you clean those things? I, mean, I don't if think you, had, you like, have to do that. If you had, like, a tub point. full of 80% isopropyl alcohol or whatever, maybe you could just dip them in there and do, like, yeah, an end of You don't, end you don't want ritual, to at that you know? point. Whoever's game for that's game for that. You're going to get some tattooed girl <laughs> with fucking sexy-ass tattoos. That's probably all about it because she's fucking been through some shit. I will say this. Steve-O, Steve-O was right to choose an alcoholic beverage for that one, though, because yeah, hey, alcohol disinfects. Mm-hmm. So. That guy absolutely ended his day with a yeast infection, though. If he put that <laughs> straight back in the sack, all that yeast on there, 100% he's ending his, his time with a yeast infection. Yeah, Maybe that's the why tailor? he had to cut his nails off. Yeah, who's the tailor making the sacks? <laughs> it's a very know? good question. It's a very get his good initials question. on there and shit, you know? 
Make me a custom fingernail sack. Yeah. One sack, right. please. Tip top All right, nailer. Guys. Okay. Yeah. Well, send We're us a picture that. of your sack to at jackasspod. We'd love to see it. That's on Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, you know, TikTok, wherever you wherever you free. Unless your sack there. is a vagina or tits, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> send us whatever sack you want sure yeah <laughs> guys we are we are uh skidding out of control here so we're, we're, we're hitting a stall but let's let's say this uh, i before before you take us away jay uh i i've mentioned this discord before the jackass vault that i'm a uh that i'm a member of an awesome community there i reached out to them and asked for some questions and comments on jackass 2.5 that uh if you're listening to this and you wanted to hear whether or not any of your comments made the podcast we're going to include that in the next episode as kind of a recap uh because we uh, we cannot let this episode go on any longer it seems like we're all tired. We're hitting a wall. Uh, we wouldn't want to do your questions a disservice, so we will uh, we'll address those in the next one. But uh, stay tuned. Until next week, where we will continue this ride through Jackass 2.5. <sighs> Goodbye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Goodbye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Goodbye. I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this is NPR. God save our gracious queen, God save our noble queen. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!